Hey, quick programming note and audio warning right here in the beginning. Um, Noah's audio sounds like this time. It's just bad. Uh, and we're aware of this and, uh, sorry. Uh, we have gotten everybody new microphones, so by the next episode you hear, hopefully we're all on a little bit more of an even playing ground when it comes to audio quality. Uh, but yeah, thanks so much for sticking around. This is our last episode of our three weeks in a row initiative. So starting in two weeks, we're back on our, our well, well, starting now, we're back on our regular schedule. So the next episode will be out in two weeks. Uh, weeks. Hey everybody, yeah. welcome to RPG Roulette. Um, I'm not going to introduce myself because that's what we do sometimes when the order is different. So go ahead, gentlemen. Let, let the people name, hear your voices. They they can if you stop. My name is let Luke Let them hear Howard. your voices. <laughs> My name is Luke Howard, and I play Jasper Hughes, uh, a sheriff who recently partook in some... Um, less than ideal activities and has it weighing pretty heavily on his conscience hey everybody this is noah jones and i play roy mccullen who is a uh ex-outlaw who has just found himself an outlaw again my name is hunter wood i play dr scott lewis and in the last episode i got shot and that's not great yeah, for you your health die, so. man yeah, I'm uh I'm going to be <laughs> feeling it this episode, so. Yeah. Yeah, getting shot is bad. Uh, hi, I'm Keaton Sample and I play Dale Olsen. I uh wash up vagabond who lives just outside of our town Rusty Peaks. And also, I'm in control of this episode. Today I'm in I'm in charge. I'm in charge of everything today. Normally I'm just in charge of the the post and the editing, but today I'm in charge of everything, including how bad Hunter you is are still hurts. Master. I am the Count Master, and I'm I'm excited. This is the first episode we've recorded in a while. Uh, you guys listening have heard some back to back the last three weeks, but those those other two we recorded a while ago, and we were wanting to get them out, and then everything fell apart. And yes, um, but we're back. We're here. This is the end of our three week special. After this episode, we'll be back to normal in our every other week, but actual normal, like true normal, every other week, not our normal of saying every other week and going like once a month uh but i guess um, uh, hey um, keaton just hey. before you really get started here can we take a second to just kind of flesh out what cowmaster means um because i was i was thinking about saying you know like like bowing before you on the field of, of <laughs> play and saying we, we are but cows in a humble cowmaster pen but then I was like, what even is, like, they're just called farmers, or maybe ranchers, you know, people, people See, who own in cows. in my mind, what makes you the cow master is, in every game, 
there is a field, and the cow master is the person who decides how many cows are in that field. Okay, but what does that have to do with anything? Uh, that's all this game is, in my opinion. I've, I've so your your understanding like of this game on any given time we we play, or even when you when you listen back to recordings, is that there is one person that just decides a number of cows that are in a field. Absolutely. Okay. I just wanted to clarify that. I think I'm ready to play now. That was perfect. Yeah, I think think we're ready to start it down. (laughs) All right, let's do this. The year is 1869. The location is rural Texas. Uh, We see a prairie out um, out in the middle of seemingly nowhere with a nice little house on it, and, uh, there are two little girls playing in the field right outside the house. Uh, as we take a closer look at these two little girls, we see that they are very similar to each other, and, um, as we take a closer look, we can tell that they are probably twins, actually, uh, with bright, luscious blonde hair, and they are playing and giggling with their, their stuffed dolls as suddenly they hear screaming and they hear gunshots, and they look back at their house, and it's been surrounded by men on horses. The girl closer to the house runs towards the house, but the girl behind her stops her. She says, Mary, we hide. We, we can't be seen. And then they hear a gunshot and a scream as they hear their father die. Sarah can't hold Mary back any further, and so she sprints towards the house, and Sarah sprints after her. They make it to the house, and they see the men on the horses coming around the corner, and Sarah says, Mary, we, we have to hide. We have to hide. This is not okay. And they, they quickly run around back to the cellar. Sarah opens up the boards on the floor and hides Mary underneath and says, Stay here. I'm, I'm going to find help. I promise. And Mary replies to her sister saying, Don't go, Sarah. I'm, I'm scared. Sarah! Sarah Dayton. Chris holds a knife to the throat of Sarah Dayton. It's in a dimly lit cave. <laughs> and here I was thinking when you hired a bounty hunter, they were supposed to bring you your bounty back and not start fraternizing with them. And uh, especially with someone of your stature and infamy, Miss Dayton. And I just can't wrap my head around why you ain't brought me Roy back. So, you know, I think I could find the good graces in my heart to give you a little bit of forgiveness. If you just tell me everything you know about this crack in this wall right here and about Roy McCollin. Roy, you've just thrown the book that you retrieved um, from Reed O'Hara at this crystal in the room, um, and the girl encased inside of the crystal's eyes have opened. Um, at this exact moment, you hear Dale go, <laughs> and you look, and it appears that he can't <laughs> breathe, and he's having some sort of seizure. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run over to Dale and and, and like grab him, Dale. Dale, Dale, you all right? I, I can't. <laughs> he, he, uh, he is shaking uh, now. Okay, I, I'm, I'm going to uh, put him down on the ground and, and make sure that he's not going to hit his head on anything. And I, I'm going to look at the girl and be like, well, whatever you're doing, stop. 
Um, there, there seems to be no reply. Her eyes are open inside of the crystal, but she's still in the crystal. Is Jasper here? Uh, Jasper is here, yes. Jasper's going to walk over to Dale and say, Dale, are you choking? Are you choking, Dale? He, he starts motioning towards his, his neck, but with like his hands around it, like he's trying to pull someone's hands off of his neck. Um, um, yeah, can I, can I do a hoodoo check? Um, or voodoo check, I guess, or is it hoodoo? I'm going to say, no, uh, my, my, honestly, my, I'm in control here. And I think hoodoo, from my opinion, should be initiated from the GM and not something you like try to do. Um, so I'm going to say no to that. Okay, cool. Um, well then one second, I've got some, let me look at my experiences because I think I got something that can probably help here. Um, no, I don't. So, um, I'm going to pick up the book and start flipping through the book again. All right. Seeing um, if I can find anything. Yeah. Remind me, Doc, are you here? I am not. I'm are still you, You're back. still, you're still recovering yeah. back in, uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, that's what I thought. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll let you do a hoodoo roll now that you've picked up the book. Yeah. Okay. Cool. He find my D8. So that will be a 15. Um, with a 15, it you can start to read the book again, but you're flipping through, and you don't find anything about crystals or girls and crystals or anything relevant. It appears to be, like, solely focused on magic from the world of the O'Hara's. Gotcha. Well, then I'm going to uh, drop down next to Dale and put my head, like, on his chest and just listen to his breathing and make sure that, you know, see if I can just... I don't know, some sort of medicinal role. I don't have any skills that would go like that, but... Okay, um... um as, yeah. Hey, as as you were doing that, like, looking through the book and stuff, Jasper pulled out a journal and um, wrote something down on a piece of paper and ripped it out and walked over to the crystal and put the piece of paper up on the crystal, and it just says, it's okay, we're here to help. Uh, you give me a hoodoo roll now. Okay, what do I roll for that? It's a D8 plus whatever hoodoo. Okay. Uh, that's a four. <laughs> okay. Um, you, uh, I'll give you this then. Um, you, you put that, when you touch the crystal, another one of those bolts of electricity, the purple lightning, jolts out of it straight into Dale, and it does shock him. Um, but, but Roy, with your good roll earlier, you can see that it almost like feathers away like it only has a certain range, and Dale's right at the edge of it. Gotcha. Yeah. So then, then I'm gonna scoop up Dale and like drag him across the room, uh, further away from the crystal. Okay. Yeah. You get him literally to the doorway outside, and right outside of the doorway, he goes, "Oh, jeez. Oh my god. Oh my god. What in the? Oh, oh thanks. You all thanks right, for man? I can breathe again. I don't know about all right. You stay out here, and then and I kind of set him down and I go back into the crystal. Okay. Um, yes, it, it's, 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 it is levitating once again. Um, and her eyes are open. Well, Jasper, uh, what do we do? Do we need to, I, I, I'm, I've never seen anything like this. This book ain't showing me nothing. I, I don't even know where to begin with this craziness. Well, um, Hey, um, give me a, Give me a... So what would be equivalent of, like, a history check here? Um, I'd say that would probably be... Well, I have history experience. This would be specifically for Roy, though, because you would fail no matter what. 
Um, it would probably be a um, wiliness check if I had to, if I were looking at the facets. All right, um, Roy, do you have any kind of like you know supernatural skills outside of? Uh, I have a few. Uh, what I do mean, you have? I have. Um, let's see here. I've got uh, monster handling. I've got religious know-how. Um, those would be the closest, I think, to anything supernatural. I think for this religious know-how would actually be the closest. Do that. Cool. Okay. That would be a six. Um, never mind then. Uh, I, what I will tell you <laughs> is that all of this happening has like it seems kind of familiar, but you cannot place it at, for the life of you. You can't. It's just the most abstract of familiar thought running through your head. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, Jasper. This, this. I, I, I don't know why, but I'm, I'm, I'm sensing something bigger than what we're seeing. Yeah. I, uh, well, I mean, I, I can try to write some more notes. I guess. Uh, Jasper pulls out the journal and writes, uh, "Blink once for yes, blink twice for no." <laughs> Holds the paper up. <laughs> um. Uh, let me, let me, let me roll some die here. <laughs> Okay, um, she blinks once. What? She blinks once at that. Is it, like, a noticeable blink, or is it just, like, a person who is blinking, like... I don't think you can tell, but she does blink. Okay, uh, I'm gonna write down, are you hurt, and hold it up. Uh, two blinks. Okay, um... Ask her if she knows how to get out. Uh, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to write down, can you hear us, and then hold it up. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's two blinks. Okay, she she can't hear us. Um, sorry. What what did you want me to write? I was thinking of my, my last response. No, that, that, just t- tell her if she knows how to get out. Uh, okay, he writes down. Do you know how to get out? Uh, two blinks. That's a negative. I'm gonna write down. Do you know how you got in there? One blink. This is infuriating. And uh, Roy kind of goes well, up. If and you like... got a better idea, let me know. Roy, Roy goes up and then just kind of like starts pounding the the crystal with his fist and just seeing if anything happens. Um, two blinks repeatedly. Oh. Roy, Roy, stop, stop that, stop that. I just look at her and be like, "Well, how am I supposed to get you out?" I just stare at her. Um, okay, I need you to roll hoodoo now. Oh, okay, that'll be a sixteen. A crack appears in the crystal. Jasper, I think I think I did something. Yeah, I see it. Uh, uh, can I can I tell at all what I did, or was it, or did I did? Is it just the crack? Correct. Okay. Is this crack like big enough to where I could jimmy something into it? Mm, it's big, but it's thin. Okay. I, I look at her in the eyes again to be like, okay, I don't think that was just me. You can get yourself out of this, can't you? And I just keep staring at her. Um. Okay, roll hoodoo again. Oh, hot dog! That is eighteen. Uh, two hot more dog, big. That was dumb. Two more big cracks appear. Jasper steps back. All right, now we're we're getting you out of this thing. Now come on out and get out of this crystal. I stare okay, at final her. hoodoo roll. That eight, so that would be seven. Yeah. nineteen. Uh, the crystal shatters and uh, blue lightning, the purple lightning, kind of goes everywhere and. Uh, a, a, a tiny corner of the house is on fire now, um, but the crystal shatters and this girl falls to her knees and is panting, going, 
Are there any blankets in this room? Um, sure. Yeah. I'm going to grab a blanket and go try to put out that fire. Just get rid of any of the oxygen, you know. Okay. Uh, you have fire experience. I think we've talked about this before. Roll I that. do have fire experience. Yeah, I forgot this was a game. You had to roll stuff. Yeah. It's going to be a five. I think our listeners forget that, too, sometimes. Yeah. A five? All right. A five successful. You just, you, you, you burn through the blanket. It's gone. But it's out. Oh, that's fine. This is a yeah. house. <laughs> but that yeah. was that blanket in a closet? We'll never know. Who knows? Are there closets? <laughs> Are there closets? Uh, okay, let's not do this again. <laughs> I pictured it hanging I, uh, over a couch, so I think we're fine. Um, I think uh, uh, at this point we're we're gonna cut over to the uh, the docks place. Um, and, and Dale's, yeah. Dale's just arrived. He decided that since he couldn't be in this house to go check up on, on Doc. Uh, and he, so he, he walks in and goes, uh, uh, oh, hey Doc, uh, hey, how's it going? Um, I think that when he sees Dale, he's going to kind of weakly wave and say, well, not great, but it's going. Think you can walk yet? Or you, you think you're going to be in here a little while? Well, I think I could walk some, but I don't think I could walk for too long or too far. All right, well. We, uh, we started, you know that, uh, big crystal we got with a little, little girl inside of it? You remember that? It would be kind of hard of me to forget, Dale. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> well, Roy threw a book at it, and it shot lightning at me and started to strangle me, so I decided to come over here and not get strangled. Oh, yeah. It did what now? Oh, it, it shot some lightning at me and tried to strangle me. How, how did it, like, it physically tried to strangle you? Uh, yeah, I think so. What in the world are they dealing with over there? Well, I don't know. <laughs> and you're all right? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Roy pulled me outside and stopped. Dale, come here. Let me have a look at you. Okay. I want to, at this point, I want to kind of look and see if I can see almost, like, prints on his neck or anything, like, or if it was, like, internalized, kind of. Yeah, go ahead. Roll one of your, like, medicine checks on that. Cool. Um, I got a nat eight. Yeah, then, yeah, you can tell that they're, the, the bruising on his neck is akin with, like, actual hands around his neck. Okay, um... So I think Doc decides to just kind of make an uh, internal note of that, but not take it up any further with Dale. Um, so you said it shot lightning at Roy? Uh, no, it, it shot it at me. At you? It, it didn't seem to really care about the other two, and I'm not, I'm not really sure why, but maybe I was just too handsome. <laughs> Perhaps that was the problem, Dale. Well, it sounds like they may need some help over there. I, I have half a mind to go over there and see if I could do anything to help them, but... I don't know if I'm quite in the shape for it. Well, uh, I don't think I should be gone, but uh, you're welcome to. I, you know, I trust them. They're both capable. I'm going to stay here. But I'm trying to think of anything I could do to help them from here. I I, I go kneel down next to her and say, uh, uh, who are you? Um, she, she looks up. She looks pretty scared. Um, and she goes, uh, um, uh, my name's Mary. Now Mary. Uh, Jasper, name? Jasper walks over and he pulls out a deck of cards and he goes, Mary, you know how to, you know how to play go fish? Um, she, she nods her head slowly. He starts dealing cards to her and to Roy. Okay. Or wait, I think I just called her Mary. She said but her Did name. she say? She said she her did. Name, okay. Mary. Yes, out loud. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I didn't remember. I, I didn't know if I was making assumptions or if she had said her name. Uh, anyway, but he says, "Mary, how are you feeling? Are you hungry? Are you thirsty? What's going on?" Um, I guess I'm just confused. I'm not really hungry now. Yeah, I think I think we're a little confused too. Do you do you know what you were doing in that crystal? 
Crystal? Yeah, you were uh, you were floating inside of a big purple crystal and shooting lightning out of it. Um, she looks confused, but looks back at the remnants of the crystal on the ground, um, and you can you can see her kind of like doze off for a second while she looks at it. Uh, Roy kind of uh, kind of grabs her shoulders a little bit and kind of like turns her away from the crystal and is looking at her. It's like, uh, Mary, uh, what's the last thing you can remember? Um, I was. I was in this old church building. There was all these men. They took me, and there was this woman and this man in chains, and they were saying a lot of stuff really fast, and then everything went purple. Okay. uh... Okay. Uh, Do you remember how you got to that place? Yeah, um, these guys took me, and... uh, Sarah! Sarah! She just starts saying Sarah and shaking. Who's who's Sarah? Uh, my sister, she was gonna go get help. Okay. Uh, where where are you from? Um, I'm from from Blue Bottom. Okay. What um, what state is that in? Where? Texas. Is that in Utah? Tex Utah. What? We are right now outside of Rusty Peaks, Utah. I, I ain't never been to Utah. Well, now you have. Congratulations. It's a pretty fine state, if I do say so myself. And all the all this is happening while. He, he says all that, and he says, Now, Mary, do you have any sevens? I can go fish. <laughs> okay. He picks a card. Um, but yeah, no, she's just kind of in a daze. Sarah, do you um, do you know where your parents are? Um, she, she like, clinches up at that. I'll take that as a yes. Mary, I'm going to ask you something to try, try to remember some dark stuff, okay? These, these people in this church, uh, can, can you remember any other... What else happened there? Why do you know why they took you to this church? Did you hear anything about anything that, that could help us figure out who you are and what to do to help you? Smooth talk. Oh, that's the one I'm worse at. Let's see. That would be that's a five. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay. She she goes, I don't know, it was scary. They they killed my parents and they took me to a church and they I don't know. It was just scary. That, that does sound awful scary, and I'm, I'm so sorry that you had to uh, be so scared. But just you know that me and Jasper here, we're gonna we're gonna make sure you don't have to be scared anymore. Okay? Okay. That's right. I, I'm so sorry. I didn't even introduce myself. Merritt, my name is Jasper Hughes. This here is Mr. Roy McCullen. Um. Okay. Give me. Give me wiliness, Roy. Ah. Uh, that's a nine. That was for Roy. Well, it could go for oh, both of you, though. I'm sorry. It'll be an eight. Okay, then you're both able to stop her, but she she juts away from Roy in fear. Now, now, I, I, I ain't gonna hurt you. What's what's the matter? That that was it. That was the, the, the that was that was the woman, McCullen. Was this woman named Bonnie? Bonnie McCullen. She starts, like, you can see her eyes filling with a tear. Roy stands up and walks out of the house and is just pacing back and forth in the front yard. You got any twos? <laughs> <laughs> so I think after that conversation, Doc just kind of sat there for a few minutes. And then I think he finally, he tried to kind of get up. And start walking, and he had some really intense pain. He kind of sat right back down, and was like, "Damn it, Dale, I need yeah. you to help me with something." Uh, okay, okay. 
I I have some more uh, some medicine that's going to help me to dial down this pain so that I can go and try and help Roy and Jasper with what they're doing. Because right now it's so bad, I just, I can't really even walk. And I'm going to show you a picture of it, and it's somewhere upstairs. I need you to go find it. Okay, uh, yeah, okay. And at this point, uh, Doc kind of turns, and he, he ruffles through some of the books that are nearby, and he finally finds the one he's looking for. And he, uh, he holds it up, and he opens it, and shows Dale a picture. Um... And it's just, it's a fairly generic looking plant to Dale. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll roll for Dale. Uh, he got a nat 8. He'll be able to find it. Um, he has nature and breaking and entering experience, so he's good at finding <laughs> things that are hidden away in houses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so so Dale, Dale goes, okay, uh, you got it, Doc. And, and he heads up the stairs to your living quarters. Um, around this time, you hear, you hear just kind of a, a thud right outside the door. Um of your doctor's office. Um, I think Doc's going to go investigate that. Like, even though he is still in pretty intense pain, like he's still, he's still a doctor at heart. And that kind of, when he hears that, his thought is kind of someone's in trouble. So he, I think he kind of jumps up and winces and then makes his way over to the door. Uh, do you open the door? Uh, I do. Yes. You open the door and there, there's no one out there. But there is something out there. There's a, a package on the ground. Um, it was, it's a box with no address, no anything. Um, I guess, can I do a, um, I can, can't think of what it's called in this, uh, like just a like observation roll kind of to see if there's anything suspicious about it. Uh, as much as I hate how much we use Frontier, that's, that's the one to roll. <laughs> yeah. Oof. I rolled a straight up one. Um... Then no, there, you don't. You don't. The suspicion doesn't even cross your mind. You just pick it up, um, yeah, and right. and you you your gunshot wound gets worse. It it hurts a little bit because of the way you bent over with a nat one. Sorry, buddy. Uh, I'm getting too old for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think I just kind of tear into it then. Um. You open, you, you set it down on kind of your, like your operating table and you, you take a scalpel and open up the package. Um, and inside you find a book that appears to have water damage on it. And it's a very familiar book. How, how can this be here? What? Um, right about that time, Dale stumbles down the stairs with two plants that look very similar and goes, I couldn't figure out which one of these it was. Um, I think I try and shove the book off the operating table to keep Dale from seeing it. Okay, uh, that's a wiliness that yeah. I get to contest with my frontier. Uh, I got a nine. I got a nine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I think uh, we'll, we'll keep D&D &D rules. The defender wins, so he does not see it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, it's, it's the one in your left hand, Dale. Okay, he hands you the one in his right hand. He goes, there you go. <laughs> uh, give me the other one also. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Roy, you're you're stomping lawn in the front yard. What's going on? Very stomping lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Very. I don't think I've ever heard that expression. I said stomping along, but stomping lawn is pretty good. Oh, so, no, thought, you're you're stomping you some stomping lawn. lawn, like it's a like it's a phrase for when someone's just angry and they're pacing. I like it though. It is. Yes, no, Roy, Roy is one hundred percent. Roy is definitely stomping lawn, and yeah, it's just just back and forth muttering to himself like. What is she doing? I I thought I had gone away from her. This isn't. I I am so far away. Jasper. Okay, 
Give me your, give me, give me, give me, I guess religious know-how again. That's going to be the closest skill you have to remembering things. Gotcha. Yeah. That's a net eight. So that'd be 10 technically. Um, You're starting to remember some things. You never once went on a mission with the beacon, but you knew that the black hand had acquired something they referred to as the beacon. Um, and it, it just never came to your mind because you you never saw it, you never encountered it. Um, but now you're remembering once you've connected the dots that she she mentioned Bonnie and she was in a big purple crystal. You you remember that um, in the black hand you had these like smooth pieces of obsidian that would grow warm and purple when you were close to supernatural beings. Um, and you remember the, the the Black Hand had something called the Beacon that was supposed to be a giant one that could help them find locations where to move and set up their new base camp and continue operations. You never knew how they got it or anything like that, but you knew it existed. Gotcha. Yeah, no, and, and, and it's in, in that realization is whenever I yell out, Jasper! Oh, uh, sorry, ma'am. Give me one second. And I, I put my hand down, face down. Um, <laughs> okay. And I, I stand up and I walk to the door frame. Yep. We're in a whole lot of trouble. So, I've told you about the black hand, right? Yeah. Yeah, you have. A little bit. Yeah. Well, it seems like my past has finally completely caught back up with me. Outside of just Sarah. Well, I guess we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Right now, we've got a little girl in here who's very far away from home. Um, and I think we need to figure out how to get it back. We got, we got to hide her. The black hand is here. I mean, I know they're here. My suspicions is, is that they've got Sarah. And I know for a fact that they're here setting up something because of that little girl. Okay. Well, regardless, she needs to go somewhere other than here. Because this is a decrepit house. It's nearly falling apart. I feel bad right now just having my back turned on her because there could be nails and all sorts of other things in there, probably even rats. So I'm going to go back inside, try to get a little more information, and then we'll come out together. Are you okay keeping yes. watch for a second? Spring around. We need to take her back into town somewhere safe. All right. All right. Uh, Jasper turns around and goes back in. Um, she, she, here, let me roll. She has not looked at your cards. <laughs> okay. Uh, he bent, he, he sits back down and he picks up his cards and he goes, okay, I believe it was your turn. Um, you got any, you got any jacks? I do. He pulls out three and hands them to her. She lays them down in the stack. So Mary, um, what town did you say you were from again? Uh, Blue Bottom, Texas. Blue, Blue Bottom? Yeah. Blue Bottom. Blue Bottom. All right. And, um, what, what are your... What are your parents' names? Um, that's uh, that was um, Sam and Sam and, and Martha Cantrell. Sam and Martha Cantrell. Yeah. So you're Mary Cantrell. Yes. Okay. And now, did your last you remember? Were you in Blue Bottom, Texas? Um, I think so. I mean, we rode for a little while on the, the horses after they, and mm-hmm. then okay. Yeah. So you so you, you rode for a little while, but n- no more than a day, probably. Yeah. Okay, so somewhere thereabouts. And is that the last time you remember seeing Sarah, yeah, it was your at, sister? It's at my house. She went to get help. Okay. But you don't remember her coming coming back? No. Okay. So for all we know, she did She did get help. Um, so she's probably, I mean, she's probably worried about you right now. So we're going to do everything we can to make sure that you get home to her, okay? Okay. All right. 
Okay, well, I've got a really nice horse outside. Her name's Daisy. How about we go for a little ride? Is that okay? Um, it, she takes a second and then slowly nods her head. Okay. I can tell you were getting a little bored of this game anyway. He starts picking up the cards and <laughs> putting them back in a little deck. To his but really, she was winning, and, it, and, Je- and Jessica <laughs> didn't want to lose to a child. Well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, in reality, well, I was gonna say, Jasper, Jasper said, um, but for all intents and purposes, I'll tell people you won. As he's <laughs> putting the cards away, then she smiles. Yeah. And he goes, all right, let's go outside. And, and But before he goes any further, he goes, and by the way, I want you to know, I'm I'm a sheriff, okay, of Rusty Peaks. That's the town we're in. Uh, and Roy, outside, you don't have to you don't have to call him by his last name. You can just call him Mr. Roy. Um, he's, he's also a sheriff, and he's very trustworthy, okay? He's a good friend of mine, and you can trust him, okay? Okay. She, she, right. she like begrudgingly accepts that okay we're gonna t- we're gonna take care good care of you okay let's head outside you do that roy is All still right. stomping lawn <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so if we wanted to be the nicest uh people in the world you'd go and check on doc so we don't we don't have to keep splitting <laughs> yeah that's i mean we we should we we do head back yeah, no, honestly, I, think, I think roy was regardless. gonna say um, we need to go find the others we need to get together and figure out where it's going to be the safest place to get her. And I mean, we also need to find Sarah. I agree. Um, also, you guys don't know where Dale is. <laughs> he just wasn't outside anymore. Um, have you seen Dale? As a matter of fact, I have not. Uh, 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 can I roll to see if I see any his footprints anywhere? <laughs> um, you don't need to, because Mary goes, was he the, the little fella in the, the big beard? Yes. Yeah, that was him. Um, then okay. she she raises her finger and, and points into town towards the location of Doc's place and goes, "He's that way." How did how did you know that? I can I don't know. And she she winces and holds her head. Roy Roy okay, quickly okay. runs back inside, grabs a few pieces of the crystal and shoves it into his satchel. Okay. He runs back outside. It's like let's and, go. Okay. Um. So yeah. Then we're just gonna get to it. Uh, you guys arrive at Doc's place and kind of walk in to see him uh, grinding up that, that plant Dale brought him and kind of wrapping his wound again in some more medicinal herbs. Um, can I see, when you two of you walk in, can I see Mary? Like, is she visible? Yeah, we, we bring her in. Oh, who's your new friend? Doc, this is Mary Cantrell. She, um... She timidly waves. Uh, how, how are you doing? Well, I've had better days, but... I've patched myself up a little more. I'm not not feeling tip-top shape, but I don't think I'm going to die in the immediate future. That's good. Uh, Mary, this is our town doctor named Scott Lewis. Yes, Mary, if you uh, you ever have any ailments or need anything, I'm uh, more than glad to help you. I um, I know you were in that crystal for a long time. Are you feeling all right? Um, yeah, I guess it was a long time. I don't really know. Well, um, Doc, we have the suspicion that this has something to do with the Black Hand. Um, and we need a safe place for Mary until we can get her home. Just trying to catch you up. Dale? Um, um I think Dale Dale comes in, because I don't think he was in here. Uh, I think he kind of rounds the corner, because um, he was doing some Dale something somewhere <laughs> else. Uh, and then he, he, he looks at Mary and goes, uh-oh, is she going to strangle me? No, no, Mary, you're not gonna, you're not gonna do anything to Dale here. He's harmless, right? 
Um, okay. Uh, and Dale, Dale walks slowly closer, and then another, a very small bolt of purple lightning shoots towards him from her, and he leaps out of the way going, oh, jeez! Um, and it doesn't appear that that was willing, that Mary did that on purpose. It just kind of happened. <sighs> Interesting. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to do that. Gentlemen, this is... So, that's okay, that's okay. I think I know what this is. And it does not forebode anything good for us. Mary, do you do you have any idea how long you were inside of that crystal? I mean, no. I remember the church, and then the purple, and then a loud thunk, and I opened my eyes, and I was inside of it. What year is it, Mary? Um, I don't... I was never good at that. It's, it's almost 1870, I know that. Um, no... It's it's really not Mary. Uh, I I I look at her and I go, Mary, could you go take a seat right there in that waiting room? Okay. Thank you very much. She knows he's on off. Now she's she's still within eyesight, by the way. This waiting room, like I'm I'm like looking through the door at her. Okay. Um, did that girl just say that it was almost 1870? Yes, she's about 20 years she's off. Up. Yes. Wait, what year is it? 1891, Dale. What the hell? <laughs> Uh, again, Dale, Dale, Dale has read. a ten-year gap in his memory. <laughs> so I know that you don't read the newspaper, but yes, it is. It is eighteen ninety-one. Oh my god! Who's the president? Oh my god! <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> gotta look this it's up. It's Benjamin Harrison. It's Harris. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Benjamin, Benjamin Harris. Harrison. Harrison. Sorry. Roy is going to reach into his satchel and pull out one of. The uh, chunks of the uh, crystal. He's gonna hold it up next to Dale and see what happens. Um, it it it, it gets warm to the touch, just as I expected. This is a special stone that the Black Hand would use to track down and find supernatural things. And he puts it back into his satchel. In fact, I do want to say, um, just to clarify. The crystal was purple while Mary was inside of it. It's deep black like obsidian now that she's yeah. not. The black hand would use this would use this to track down and find supernatural beings, uh, at least aided them. They had this giant piece called the beacon. I'm quite certain that that girl was the beacon, or at least inside of it. And yet they, I, I never saw the beacon. I never needed to. But if what she's saying is true, there's somebody here or somebody nearby who's going to cause us a lot of trouble. But how can how can someone stay alive inside of a a crystal not only for just a few days but for twenty years? How did... The Black Hand delved into some practices that are very unsightly and very very mysterious to help them with all their hunting. They were hunting monsters, but they were becoming monsters well, themselves. The Black Hand has a person, asset, thing, that they use to uh, delve into some of this magical arts and things. Some that they have imprisoned that, that the leader of the Black Hand uses personally. And she, uh, she using, using her little pet, as she called him, she would have been able to create something with, with this stone to create this beacon, and she would have been able to live inside of there for 
God knows how long, millennia, maybe even. Well, if that's the case, why did it why did it break when you threw a book at it? I'm thinking it has to do because I was the one commanding it to open. What are you talking about? Are you saying something like it could be programmed to listen to people who used to be part of the Black Hand? Potentially. Almost like it recognized you? Either that or because the person who would have ordered this crystal to be made and is in control of this puppet happens to be my mother. Your mother? Cardinal Bonnie McCullen, leader of the Black Hand, is my mother. Okay, that is... Okay, all right. Now, why do you keep on referring to Mary as a puppet? What is what? What do you mean by that? My mother has a friend. No, not friend. It's mm, slave. Probably the closest thing I can think of. That she uses to uh, use magical things to create and distort this world. And if what I'm assuming to be true is true, she used she used her slave to encapsulate Mary into this obsidian this and created this uh, this artifact called the beacon that they used to help scout out places to where they would need to set up their new base and the fact of the matter is that it's now this close and was heading this direction makes me think that the black hand is starting to move in on Rusty Peaks as evident by the man I killed just last night I see now, are you in any way implying that we cannot trust her? I mean, if what she's saying is true is that she's been stuck inside of there for near 20 years and doesn't know anything, I, I, I think that they were just using her power. She must be some sort of supernatural thing like Dale here. Has some sort of otherworldly connection that they were using. You see, a, a, you see Dale just... Like, picking at his teeth with glossy <laughs> eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, if she was in there for 20 years, she must be starving. I'm gonna go get her some food. And Doc starts to go to his kitchen. Okay. You don't have to roll <laughs> dice for that. Yeah. Now, what worries me a ton is that we still haven't seen Sarah. I don't know where she is. And my assumption is is that the Black Hands got her. And, I mean, I, I have an idea of how we could find him, but it ain't going to be pretty, nor is it going to be very safe. How old is Sarah? She's about my age. Jasper pokes his head through the doorway and he goes, Mara, how old are you? Um, this many. And she holds up ten and then two. Okay, twelve years old. So, she was stuck in there since... So she'd be about... Our Sarah's age, if she was not been stuck in that crystal, about... My age. Right. And she was saying that her sister's name was Sarah. And Sarah is also a blonde woman. Now, of course, they do have two different last names. Do we know if Sarah was married? It never crossed my mind to ask her. Hmm. It just... I would love to say that this is one big coincidence. But if living in this town long enough has told me anything, it's that there's no such thing. What I've seen and what I've experienced... I ain't never seen a coincidence before. Hmm. Hey, Doc? Yeah? What's a coincidence? <laughs> um, it means something happens randomly. By chance. Okay. Do you know what chance means, Dale? Yeah. I give him a thumbs up. <laughs> he gives you a thumbs up back. <laughs> Good interaction. Wonderful. <laughs> I think Jasper is going to... 
All right, where where should we? Who who can we trust here? Where can we keep her? It would be dangerous. I mean, if we're gonna go after Sarah, if we're gonna try to figure out where she is, I feel like it, it's probably something dangerous. I don't know if we should bring her with us when we do. I don't know if we should either, but. Well, I mean, uh, I would I would say my tent, but that's probably not a good idea. We probably shouldn't take her to any of our homes, because I mean, the uh, I don't really know what happened with uh, with with Captain Holster and with these black hand fellows. I don't really know anything about, but it seems like they know who we are. They definitely do. You know, not to be the bearer of bad news, but Dale does bring up a point. You know, Captain <laughs> Holster gave us an ultimatum to get that girl back by, and we didn't meet it, so. I don't get the influence that he's the kind of fella who's just going to give up and let us go. Yeah. What if we took her to to the Dry Gulch? To the Dry Gulch people. They, they ain't even in, been involved in this town for very long. And, I mean, what if... I mean, they, they seem to be pretty well armed and guarded. What if, what if we took her to Dusty? Dusty might be able to watch over her. Or at least Dusty and his men could keep watch over her while we go figure out either where Sarah is or... To get back to Captain Holster, I just don't know. I think we need to find Sarah. I feel like that we, I'm worried that there, if the Black Hands got her, and if she is, got anything to do with Mary, that they could be doing some pretty horrible things to her. Really, really horrible things. Yeah. All right. Let's go, let's go talk to Dusty. So it is late now because it was already night when all of this started to happen. It's probably getting closer to one or two in the morning at this point. That's uh, fine. But yeah, that, that, that is fine. Uh, you guys can still go bang on Dusty's door if you want. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna bang super loud, but I will. I'll, you know, I'll knock enough to where you can probably hear us. Oh uh, yeah, you hear some stumbling around inside of the 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 Harris household. Um, and then uh, Rusty actually opens the door and goes, Oh, well, oh, hey. Rusty Harris, you're wanted for murder. Oh, jeez, no. And he, no, he raises his hands. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Rusty. <laughs> he goes, oh, phew. Now, where you guys been? I, I've been trying to keep an eye on the town since you deputized me. And points towards his deputy badge and goes, but, but it ain't too common for the sheriffs to leave for like um, a couple of, Days or a week? Of course, of course. Um, we had some business. Uh, part of that business was picking up my uh, my niece here. Um, I... yeah, <laughs> roll smooth talk. All right. You look very different. Uh, seven. Okay, yeah. Um, then Mary also timidly waves. This here's Mary. Uh, we still have a little bit of business to take care of, and so we're going to need to, um, we'll be gone for just a little bit longer. But what we really need right now is for someone to look after Mary. Uh, she's a very smart girl. Uh, all right. Um, let me go get, let me go get Pa, all right? Okay. Uh, and he, he runs up, and you hear a bang and go, and a, what's up, Dad? And then a, <laughs> a snort, and then a stumble down the staircase, and then <laughs> Dusty has arrived, too. And he goes, uh, what's going on? Hey there, Dusty. Um, we need your help. Uh, Alright, yeah, well, what's what's going on? Um, do you have, do you have an extra room here? Oh, uh, yeah, plenty. The house is plenty big for just me and, me and Rusty. What's, oh, hey there. This is Mary. They, uh, they she's wave. My niece. Um, 
All right. Yeah. Do you, is there a reason she can't be staying with you? Well, I've actually, so I, I'm holed up at, uh, you know, the saloon. Um, and I've got to go, we've got to go out of, out of town for just a, you know, just a quick little while. Uh, and I just wondered if, if she could, she could stay here with, with you two. I know that you two are trustworthy fellows, um, that you could keep an eye on her. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh I'll show her around. And he, he extends his hand and goes, Hey there, Mary, I'm, I'm dusty. And, uh, she, she kind of looks back to Jasper. Mary, it's all right. We'll be back soon. And hopefully with a new friend. Okay. And um, D- Dusty takes her off and shows her around. And then Rusty goes, um, well, uh, speaking of speaking of trustworthy fellas, like you said that me and my pa are, you you guys uh, went went missing for a couple of a couple of days, and then some of these sketchy fellas started showing up around town. I try to keep an eye on them, like I do, you know, um, as deputy. Um, and uh, I don't know, they just seem real sketchy, so I, I keep do an you eye know on them. They are. Where uh, where have they been coming and going from? Well, um, I, I followed one of them back to the old mines, actually, uh, which I mean, it appears everything sketchy in this town happens in those mines. And I, after last time I was there, I decided I wasn't going in. Good. Uh, I think we'll go check it out. Uh, do me a big favor. Uh huh. Make sure you, all your doors are locked. Okay. And don't leave the house. If you say so. All right. Um. Now, should I go grab a musket from the sheriff's office? Keep a gun on you at all times. I, I hand him one of my pistols. Uh, he takes it and he says, well, I'll take care of this real good, Mr. Hughes. All right. We'll be back. Oh, she likes go fish. <laughs> All right. And, and no. Jasper turns to leave. All right. Uh, cool. Yeah. The the door closes and you hear it lock behind you. Jasper, if they're back in the mine, they're probably back right. at that crack. Uh, that's what I was thinking. This is not good. This is not good at all. All right. Is Doc with us right now? I am, yeah. Doc, how are you feeling? Well, I took some more medicine, so I should be alright to hang in there for a while, but I don't I don't think I could I don't think I could hang for a long drawn out encounter or anything like that. Hmm. Doc, what did you do with the book? Um, it is lying underneath the operating table where he pushed it off to hide it from Dale. Okay. It is definitely still very much in something that he's thinking about, but He's trying to concentrate on this and put that out of his mind for the moment. Okay. All right. Well, Doc, I hate to leave you behind, but I, I really think you need to We're going to be on horseback. Unless well, you think otherwise. You're the my, doctor here. In my professional medical opinion, I actually have to say I agree with you. Hmm. All right. So I guess it'll be me, Dale, and Roy. We'll go check out the caves. Back where everything is crazy but um, if you wouldn't mind doc if you wouldn't mind maybe grabbing a gun and coming back here and just keep a watch i think i can handle that okay that would make me feel a lot better let's head out um we see the desert uh rusty peaks isn't in the desert it's actually in a bit of a wooded area around the base of peaks uh up in northern utah uh, but we see a desert just a little bit outside of Rusty Peaks. We see a man making his way through it. And this man appears to be wearing a priest's outfit. Uh, we see him kind of stop, look around, take a drink of water, and then look towards the distance and go, I'm almost there. I'll be there soon, Lord.
なぜ